The USA debt limit is no limit at all, as the swamp gets deeper and USA debt limit grossly understates financial reality according to the debt clock, www.usedebtclock.org, that shows the books and budget are being cooked by the red and the blue political parties. What is the real debt limit? Nancy Pelosi proposes $28 trillion, will be enough and McConnell acquiesced. In fact, it is a budgetary figure that doesn't include accrued liabilities, for obligations created by laws passed over the last 50 years. Debt is defined, according to generally accepted accounting principles, GAAP, as assets minus liabilities equals surplus or accumulated deficits. For the books and reporting to the public, Congress uses a budgetary system of cash-in and cash-out reporting, against the debt limit. So, the government books are cooked, because it doesn't include obligations incurred. The facts, using GAAP, are reported on the debt clock in my books, the American Enterprise Party Trilogy. Ironically, in researching and writing my books, I found that even China is considering the use of generally accepted accounting principles, GAAP, in keeping their books, in carrying out their plan to destroy American democracy. The accumulated deficit for the preceding 50 years, of borrowing to pay trillions of dollars of government payroll, currently 22 million government workers, with pensions, is $158 trillion. Federal income taxes, since Roosevelt, have never paid all of the operating costs of the swamp, but quietly encumbered America. Using the same system as a local drug store cash register system, of cash taken in minus cash paid out, that represents a surplus or deficit spending, to be covered by borrowing. The difference on USA's books is balanced by borrowing using Fed-issued U.S. Treasuries to China, Japan, South Korea, etc. or the U.S. Treasury printing out dollars, with no backing, since taking our monetary system off the gold standard, under Nixon a colossal cooking of the books and forerunner of bankruptcy in any American enterprise including government. More so now than ever, as the progressives' $1.9 trillion stimulus, $1.2 trillion infrastructure funding, $3.5 trillion welfare, promises building back bigger government and the Republicans stand by waiting for the 2022 midterms to save America. So, wake, woke, up America, where followers are following the followers into the ghettos of a political crematory. Our concentration camps, are our complacency and apathy in believing Big Brother Biden, that bigger is better, equality is freedom, equity is prosperity, safety is more laws and regulations, security is the brotherhood media, peace, equality and equity is big government control. That's the problem in our inner-city ghettos, barely existing in squalor, small underprivileged communities forgotten, public schools teaching overthrow, foreign affairs letting in millions of undocumented immigrants. On top of allowing voting scams, that are founded on a false positive, called democracy funded by two-party money ticks. Ask yourself, as a voter who would you pick, a better red-than-dead pragmatic Republican, or a blue-blood-bleeding-heart phlegmatic Democrat, or, an enterprising market-driven American Enterprise Party humanitarian, that wants every American citizen to be successful and healthy in pursuing the American utopian dream with humanism. Okay, what can enterprising Americans do to resolve this horrendous mistake committed by, principally attorneys and professors, running our great American enterprise, on an unsustainable financial condition, turning the American dream into the American nightmare. Effectively, we need to hire the American Enterprise Party to bail out America, with nothing more than electing the swing vote party to break up the ineffective unbusinesslike Congress. And follow the reorganization plan presented in the American Enterprise Party Trilogy, Volume 1, Why Do It, Volume 2, How to Do It and Volume 3, Who Will Do It, in bookstores now. Who will do it? Those enterprising Americans, who ultimately pay all the bills of Big Brother and the Brotherhood from the wealth earned by the many for the good of the few who run the country of 320 million citizens. 
we voters are no longer free to voice our opinion, when our friendly Facebook cancels our opinion, on the internet, because they are big enough to fund a political party that will support their right to cancel us. In my books, I warn of this happening in 2084 not 2022 and 2024. I guess we need to wake up now. It didn't happen in 1984 as predicted by George Orwell, when Big Brother had a surveillance system of cameras and a system of finger pointing, like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube to cancel certain dissidents and lovers of freedom. They then were victims, of the system of brain drain and a swamp of haters. Most bad government has grown out of too much government, per Thomas Jefferson. Good morning. Uh, this is Jerry Rhodes coming to you from Chicago, Illinois. I want to talk to you today about something that I feel I'm credible talking about. That's the uh, debt ceiling. I'm going to go through kind of a accounting exercise here in terms of how this debt limit and debt clock are different. Debt limit is no limit at all. As the swamp gets deeper and U.S. debt limit grossly understates reality, how can you uh, measure that? Where do you go to see if what they're saying is feasible or accurate or even reality? Well, the place I go to is the debt clock, www.usdebtclock.org. It's uh, been in New York City on the U.S. Commerce, Chamber of Commerce building for, geez, 20, 30 years. Uh, it, it is credible. The U.S. Budget Office actually even refers to it. And it shows the books and the budget are cooked by the red and the blue, the Democrats and the Republicans, the lefts and the rights and the conservatives and the liberals. What is the real debt limit? Nancy Pelosi proposes 28 trillion as to defer to that until they finally decide what they'll go for. Might as well be 100 trillion because that's the spending spree right now. Will it be enough? And McConnell is acquiescing. So where are the reds and the blues on government accounting, government budgeting? In fact, it is a budgetary figure that doesn't reflect accrued liabilities for obligations created by laws passed over the last 50 years since Roosevelt and the great uh, great society programs. And both parties are at fault, have participated in cooking the books. Debt is, de in generally accepted accounting principles, vernacular, debt is defined according to uh, GAAP as assets minus liabilities equal surplus or deficit, profit or loss. For the books, and reporting to the public, Congress uses a budgetary system of cash in and cash out reporting against the debt limit so our books are cooked because it doesn't reflect obligations incurred. Facts are reported on the debt clock. And in my books, the American Enterprise 
party trilogy. The accumulated deficit for preceding the, for the preceding 50 years of borrowing to pay trillions of dollars of government payroll and welfare programs, uh, the 22 million government workers across the country and pensions, the total obligation is $158 trillion, 158,000 billions of dollars. Taxes since Roosevelt have never paid the operating costs of the swamp, but quietly encumbered America for a for uh, what a local drugstore cash register system does, which is cash taken in minus cash paid out, and whatever is left in the till represents profit or loss for the day. And our budgetary system for our country that Congress uses represents surplus or deficit spending to be covered by borrowing, not. Uh, a debt limit that is realistic. The debt limit, the realistic debt limit would be $100 trillion. And then it would be even shortfall. The difference in USA books are balanced by borrowing as the Fed sells US treasuries to China, Japan, South Korea, some $3 trillion are owed. If uh, the Fed decides, decides to raise the discount rate to its member banks and on the treasury bonds and bills. Uh, it will create a ripple effect around the world of another self-imposed depression. The treasury, U.S. Treasury printing out dollars with no backing since taking our monetary system off the, the gold standard under Nixon. So we really don't have any backing of our monetary system. A colossal cooking of the books and forerunner of bankruptcy in so-called free enterprise America. Laissez-faire doesn't work when you owe 100 trillion more than you um, can generate to pay it off. Now, as the progressives propose 1.9 trillion stimulus, 1.2 infrastructure, 1.2 trillion infrastructure funding, 3.5 welfare promises to uh, employ every American in the country, building back bigger government, not better, and the Republicans standing by waiting for the 2022 midterms to save America. So wake, and I use also woke, to wake up woke America, where followers are following the followers into the ghettos of a political crematory. Our concentration camps are our complacency in and apathy, believing that bigger is better, that equality is freedom, equity is prosperity, safety is more laws and regulations, and security is big brother and the brotherhood media professing peace, equality, and equity is big government control. That's the problem in our inner city ghettos, existing in squalor, small underprivileged communities forgotten, public schools teaching overthrow, foreign affairs letting in millions of undocumented immigrants who will end up on the streets of the inner cities, either selling drugs or practicing terrorism, 
allowing voting scams that are founded on a false positive called democracy funded by two-party money ticks. Ask yourself, as a voter, who would you pick? A better red-than-dead pragmatic Republican or a blue-blood, bleeding-heart, phlegmatic Democrat? Or an enterprising, market-driven American Enterprise Party humanitarian that wants every American citizen to be successful and healthy in pursuing the American utopian dream with humanism, not racism, wokeism, all the other isms must relinquish control to humanism. What is humanism? Well, we're all coming from the same place, going to the same place. We are humanity on a, a world that has almost 8 billion people striving for the same thing, which is a happy, healthy, prosperous life. And at this point, we've we've encumbered that with trillions of dollars of other people's money. Okay, what can enterprising Americans do to resolve this horrendous mistake committed by principally attorneys and professors running our great American enterprise business on an unsustainable financial condition, turning the American dream into the American nightmare? Effectively, we need to hire the American Enterprise Party to bail out America with nothing more than electing the swing vote party to break up the ineffective, unbusinesslike Congress and follow the reorganization plan presented in my books, The, the, Trail, the uh, American Enterprise Party Trilogy, of which volume one is why do it, volume two is how do you do it, and volume three, who will do it in bookstores now. Ironically, in researching and writing my books, I found that even China is considering the use of generally accepted accounting principles to keep to keep their books in their plan to destroy American democracy. We, we thought we were going to turn China into a subsidiary of U.S. business, and now they're turning us into a totalitarian state that can't afford itself. We are no longer free to voice our opinion, so I plan to have my books and my voice quieted by our friendly Facebook and Instagram and YouTube. And as they cancel, not not just my opinion on the internet, because they're big enough to fund a political party that will support their right to cancel us. It could be either red or blue. Or it could be the Communist Party, the Nazi Party, or the Green Party. In my books, I warn of this happening in 2084 and 2022 and 2024 are symptomatic of that happening. I guess we'll need to wake up now. It didn't happen in 1984 as predicted by George Orwell when Big Brother had a surveillance system of cameras and a system of finger pointing like Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or YouTube to cancel certain dissidents and lovers of freedom. They then were victims of the system of brain drain and swamp of haters, a swamp of haters. Most bad government, according to Thomas Jefferson, has grown out of too much government. Okay, that's... 
my podcast for today. I'm also expand, expanding that into another message that's attached to report the figures that you never hear. And if you go to the deck clock, you can see. And then you have to question, where does that come from? What can I believe? Who do I know is telling me the truth? What truth is in performance? And right now, uh, our current administration, I would consider the worst performers ever. And that's just a forerunner of uh, furthering the bankruptcy. Our Trump organization had some, he's a, being a businessman, he had some policies and, and procedures that were working. And uh, President Biden decided to reverse all those. And I think they're going to destroy his, his attempt to destroy Trump. But my problem with President Trump is if he'd had a humble bone in his body, he would still probably be the president. I have said in my book, Americania, that in 2024, he does run and that he loses. But in the meantime, the debt clock continues to tick on and it is scary to contemplate where we will be in 2022, 2024, and in 2084, where, where Big Brother and the Brotherhood have taken over and control our minds, our bodies. And I kind of got from the, the book after rereading re it a few times, it destroys love. So that's what I have today. Keep listening. Uh, tell your friends. I have to get something viral or this is for naught. And then go buy the books. Thank you. Uh, this is a recording for uh, my podcast episode entitled Biden Wins, Who Gains and Who Loses. United States. United we stand, divided we fall. To build back bigger is better. What's better? The enterprise, American enterprise for all. Regardless of the vote count, Joe Biden is our president. Who gains, who loses? It will take four years to answer the who, who wins question, and four minutes to answer who loses. Obviously, the voters for Biden want a change in leadership. That's who gains. Biden's 80 million votes voters, of course, for a while. The losers are those 7.75 million voters looking at an agenda of reversal. Obliterate the Trump doctrine of business is business for the sake of promising the many they will share with the few in getting the spoils of winning. That took four minutes to say and will take four years of build, build back bigger is better for the many to, many to judge the outcome for the few. From this, you can judge me as a dissident of both the red and blue, the right and the left, the conservative and the liberal the libertarians, and the progressive. Since we all serve the same master in the long run, it's American enterprise and the pursuit of the American dream. 
which is defined as the ideals of freedom, equality, and opportunity traditionally held to be available to every American with a life of personal happiness and material comfort, traditionally sought by individuals in the United States. Why then the great divide between the political factions? It's the wailing wall of debt, deficits, inequality, injustice, high taxes, low congressional ratings, and looming loss of our lead in the world of currency and commerce. It's the tech giants, big box retailers, consuming small businesses. So build back bigger is not better. You, if you don't believe a depression and a crash is likely, well, look at the debt clock, www.usdebtclock.org in New York City, maintained by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I'm going to quote the figures. U.S. 2020 federal spending, $6.6 trillion dollars. The deficit spending for 2020, $4.4 trillion. Recorded debt, $28 trillion. That's 84000 per citizen. Medicare spending, $1.3 trillion. Medicaid spending, $1.1 trillion. Defense budget, $720 billion. Interest on debt, Three hundred ninety-two billion accumulated interest on the total debt. Thirty-two trillion dollars. Federal pension, pensions three hundred billion. Spent agriculture subsidies, two hundred five billion. Total state and federal and local spending, total ten point one trillion. Percent of GDP is forty percent, forty-seven percent. U.S. GDP, $21.2 trillion. Total workers' compensation, $11.5 trillion. U.S. federal tax revenue, $3.4 trillion. That's $10,440 per citizen and $27,000 per taxpayer. Tax revenue to GDP, 15%. U.S. spending to GDP, 31%. Total U.S. debt, 101% of, of annual GDP. Tariff tax, $70 billion, collected mostly from China. U.S. trade deficit, $867 billion. China's, China's share of that is $300 billion. U.S. imported oil, $100 billion. The top 1% wealth, $60.8 trillion. The bottom 50% wealth, Citizens, $1.8 trillion. Small business assets, $128 trillion. Corporate assets, $15.4 trillion. Household assets, $127 trillion. Social Security liability, $20.9 trillion. Medicare liability, $32.4 trillion. U.S. Un- unfunded and unrecorded liabilities, $158 Point seven trillion dollars, four hundred and seventy-nine thousand per citizen. As of now, 
Yes, America is sitting on a $500 trillion derivative bubble called the American GDP trade deficit and stock market as the report card. When the cash flow is the federal printing press, Federal Reserve printing press, and the Democrats want to increase the bubble by $100 trillion over the next 10 years with higher taxes, free college education, free health care for all, forgiveness of college debt, emissions reduced to zero, $15 minimum wage, guaranteed minimum annual salary, total infrastructure overhaul, two to three new states, open borders, amnesty for illegal immigrants means more voters, lower the voting age to 16, more voters, do away with the the electoral college, um, redistricting, redistricting for minorities in the cities, extend the term limit of setting president to a decade, reduce military, military spending, extend retirement age to 75 for Social Security and Medicare benefits, and expand foreign aid to progressive third world countries. We will find out that build back bigger is never better. What's better? A third party with an agenda to downsize government at all levels and upsize American enterprise for all. Not only drain the swamp, but kill the alligators. Money ticks and politics are bedfellows currently. The Congress of 535, Supreme Court and the President control the entire $118 trillion national net worth through lawmaking and political connections while setting on a $27 trillion national debt per the debt clock and unrecorded obligations of $159 trillion. While the top 1% have wealth of $60.8 trillion, a monopsony through laws and regulations protecting the big box, big media, big government buyers of products in a free enterprise marketplace, the opposite of monopolies, resulting in the same lower quality at higher prices. This dictates cost, prices paid the suppliers, through dominance of the mercantile and media markets. While the bottom 50% only have 1% of the wealth of $1.6 trillion. Some of the top 1% most wealthy are, Amazon World Services $1.6 trillion, Jeff Bezos net worth $200 billion, Microsoft net worth of $1.7 trillion, Bill Gates net worth of $66 billion, Berkshire $500.6 billion, Warren Buffet $50 billion, Facebook $732 billion, Mark Zuckerberg $103 billion, Twitter $40.8 billion, Jack Dorsey $11.2 billion, Zoom Video Technologies $12 billion, Eric Yuan $35 billion, Google Alphabet $1.24 trillion, Larry Page $78.1 billion, Tesla Motors net worth $770 billion, Elon Musk $185 billion, Exxon Oil net worth of $486 billion, CEO Darren Woods $24 million, Walmart $447 billion, Walton Family $86 billion, Apple Technology net worth of $2.2 trillion, Steve Jobs' estate $10.6 billion The Great American Enterprise Manifesto by Jerry Rhodes proposes a third political party, an American enterprise party that represents enterprising Americans and privatized agencies that drains the swamp and tames the alligators. With capitalism, money capital assets, and socialism, human capital assets, working together as enterprising American workers to perpetuate the Great American Enterprise Free Market Competition founded on policies that reduces laws, regulations, 
redundancy, debt, waste and deficits by following generally accepted accounting principles, then the three parties are able to vote on a bipartisan basis, so the great American enterprise is preserved. The red capitalists and blue socialists extremes will be, by swing voting, pulled towards the middle by the white stars and stripes representing enterprising American voters. Then, by having the red, white and blue flag represented and using generally accepted accounting principles to finance environment change, we can balance the books, pay down secure debt and budget for surpluses. The cost of governance, including the healthcare of Americans, is currently lost to concealing reality by cooking the books. Not all of the obligations are recorded as incurred and revenues are recorded in advance of being earned, resulting in understating the cost of governance and overstating the amount of revenue collected for any period of time, due to accounting differences. The only reliable source of financial information, to answer the great economic questions, are embodied in the debt clock, www.usedebtclock.com, maintained by the U.S. Chamber of Commerce in New York City. It, in real time, calculates the expenditures, tax receipts, debt and deficits, properly using generally accepted accounting principles, GAAP, a modified accrual method. Instead of the annual deficit for 2019 being $3 trillion, it is $8 trillion, and the debt being $26 trillion, is $158 trillion after accruing unrecorded obligations that apply to the 2019 and 2020 taxation deficit. The COVID-19 pandemic will put America another $3 trillion in the hole and putting the value of our currency and ability to pay our bills further in the red. Presuming that the COVID-19 and therapies work going forward and our economy reverses itself, 2021 still will not get America above water due to the current accounting method used. This will be exacerbated by the change in the ruling party to Democrat with Republicans 50-50 plus with BP Harris the deciding vote on non-constitutional policies in the Senate, and our current governance will continue to be in gridlock thus opening up the opportunity for an effective third party in 2024. Think about it, the $1.5 trillion college debt is more than the total credit card debt, since education is the route out of debt, Catch-22 has just caught up with the graduates who cannot find a job or make their payments, 2020 unemployment rate for ages 25 to 34 26.2%. To placate them the progressive politicians, propose to write off the debt and provide free college education while the conservative politicians demand they pay or file bankruptcy to earn an education. Establishment two-party politics is now the divided republic the framers feared. John Adams worried that a division of the republic into two great parties is to be dreaded as the great political evil. And that's exactly what has come to pass. This is a poem by Jerry Rhodes, The Principles of Humanism. The Golden Rule those with the goal shall rule, is to be replaced by those with common sense have the human votes to rule. The rest are billy goats spouting racism, socialism, capitalism, fascism, ism, ism, isms, when all we want is humanism. The complexities of our world, the battles for flags unfurled, is there simplicity there that can explain how to have happiness in spite of pain. Is it so hard to know, not why, but how to grow? Does it have to be deciphered by the professors of Harvard and Yale, turning the glow of life to a confused pale? Why does it have to be so hard? Why is it scientific to count cases without regard, or success dependent upon the turning of a card? Nay, that's only the human's way, wanting to impress, to assume the power, 
and control the press. Rather than giving a simple yes, we pull it through the complexity, the cloak of complexity, watering it down with ingenuity until there's no such thing as purity, no such thing as the ease of an undeniable truth and the uncast shadow of youth. That merely assumes that we have to live through monsoons and shouldn't have to control the weather or recreate the aerobics of a feather. It's not necessary to multiply, divide, and carry for the sake of making it hard till jokers are wild holding the wild card. With common sense and goodwill, lost to the complexities of nonsense and hell, while the soothsayers spout and the intellectuals pout about politics, climate, change, terrorists, and all other indefinable events by referring everything to an algorithm or an evangelical hymn to make sure once again that a trump card doesn't win. The other cards on the deck, dumbing down the electorate, make transparency after they inspect and keeping public opinion in check with political talk of, now listen, listen up, listen up while we corrupt. Free health care is a right with costs out of sight. It's an issue, not a problem. Now listen up. Are you deaf and dumb? It's God's will for right to life or right to choose. Black lives matter. White lives matter more. Police no more. It's a pandemic agenda of fear. Bend the curve or death to America is near. Prayer out of the schools. Free college tuition for fools. The way to debate away the country's fate Unlimited minimum wage is our mission. Maximum wage is an evil invention. Public officials are above reproach. The president's a lousy coach. White supremacy must be erased, attacking history with statues debased. Marching for a peaceful cause is gone. Take it even though it's wrong. It's the media's fault that injustice is, a, injustice is a mess and our forefathers' reparation must invest. Read my lips. It's a culture of violence, vulgarity, and excess. While the ACLU says, let the flag burn, and there's no need to stand up for the anthem or Fort Bragg, and our sports celebrities and billionaires demand respect for the excesses they expect. With a Congress divided by two parties but frozen by one sin, it takes money to win. Driven by get gridlock, faking a goal that they covet America's soul. What happened to common everyday horse sense, sharing of our wealth that's gambled away on dollars and nonsense? Oh, for the 40s and 50s when a dollar was gold and patriotism never grew old. Purchasing votes with good old common sense, C-E-N-T-S, instead of debt, bitcoins, and fingerprints. Doing away with all those isms with the principles of humanism. Today, we shall rise and tear down that wall of violence, vulgarity, and excess with a nonviolent culture of love and peaceful coexistence with justice and freedom for all. For divided we will fall. From the book, The American Enterprise Manifesto, proposing a third party uh, of humanism.
This is a poem I wrote for the book, The American Enterprise Manifesto. It's called Inflation, Deflation, Stagnation. Simple economics is never simple. It's an imposing dimple. So keep it simple, Simon, or suffer an infested pimple. Inflation. It's paying more and getting less. I see it when I pass the gas station. I see it when I get my spendable ration. I see it when I see it when I read about the nation. More inflation. Getting less and wanting less. I can't view it with elation, nor can I understand its creation, but I'm suffering from its impregnation. More inflation. They say it's an expectant economy's gestation, a dollar chasing frustration, and government spending sensation in the name of a political indigestion. Less inflation. Maybe it's just a result of my faulty expectation that my welfare check comes from excess taxation and my personal accounts don't contribute to stagnation. A, pre- a pregnant economy due to excess consumption and not managing the business gestation with a buying and borrowing obsession, which means it's our personal responsibility to manage our business and affairs for maximum return so government doesn't destroy initiative just to be taxed for what we earn. Deflation. A pregnant economy due to excess consumption and not managing the business gestation with a buying and borrowing obsession, which means it's our personal responsibility to manage our enterprise and affairs for maximum return so government doesn't destroy initiative just for what we used to earn. What does GNP mean? It means growth was good, nation was strong, profits were earned. Now, GDP. Government can't save us. Dollar value is down, plunging us into endless debt. Deflation is primarily due to the Federal Reserve monetary policies and interference with member bank discount rates, sinking the subprime markets and the value of the dollar. So now we get to stagnation. Spending less and getting less quality is when the government gives away too much, controls lives with a tax crunch, telling everyone what they should eat at lunch, and runs everything on an, on an academic hunch. It is when the debt service becomes an excessive burden on the cost of producing products and services for a profit, and the government jobs make GDP grow, even though it adds nothing to cash flow. Inflation, deflation, stagnation. The imminent demise of a nation is time for a reorganization. Elect someone with a business reputation, where the capitalist is the beast, the socialist is the least, the worker is the yeast, the consumer is the feast. Then it's time for a third party, the American Enterprise Party. The swing vote party that pulls the two-party extremes towards the middle and lets the laissez-faire market decide the ride. 
by bringing together the capital and worker for liberty and opportunity for all to decide to save the American dream.